So it's day five of isolation. Why are you laughing, crying? It's very strange. I'm trying to make some uh, sound effects. It didn't, <laughs> it didn't I don't it, think it landed. It, it, I don't think it landed. <laughs> yeah. Babe, we sound amazing. I know we do, but it's, you know, I'm beginning to lose it. Day five, hashtag quarantine life. You had to throw the hashtag in I there. had to. Well, I'm glad you brought that in there. You know why? Why? After this. Hello, friends. Welcome to The Couple Shift. I'm Maria Leandra. And I'm Jules. And we are a husband and wife team on a mission to shift the way we live our lives and co-create what really matters. We don't always agree, but together, we're figuring it out. Thank you for joining us. We're so glad you're here. So the couple chef has done a little bit of redecorating. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Snazzy. So um, I found that today's episode, um, it was a little bit delayed because as everybody's dealing with uh, social distancing and being stuck in their homes or, well, in some states like mandated, you know, stay in your home kind mm-hmm. of deal. Um, I felt that we can talk about how, 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 we're, how we're dealing with the first week of well, our lives being changed completely um, and how we're handling it. Like I posted on Instagram um, <laughs> at High Octane Jewels. Uh, I posted at Inst- uh, Instagram a little quick uh, video of my son going crazy. Um, and that was just a snippet of what was actually going on during that time. And I was like, I got to record this clown because he was just <laughs> losing it. And our poor dog is just like, somebody save me, you know? <laughs> Seriously. So we're all dealing with it. And um, my wife doesn't necessarily uh, look at it the same way. Well, I no, here, here's the thing is um, I, I just wanted to say I don't necessarily experience it. it. Here's the contrast I have is some some weekends, like a Saturday or Sunday, we'll stay home all weekend because whatever, we're too yeah. lazy to create a plan or something like that. <laughs> we're too lazy. We're homebodies. <laughs> we're, we're homebodies. But sometimes we know we, we know we work very well when we go at least and, you know, yes. into the sunshine at yes. some point. Yes. And we'll stay here and I will get extreme cabin fever, like, like, oh, yeah. like nobody's business. And yet this week we've been here all week long. And I think it's because my mind operates very well on projects so when I have like a purpose and a project, I'm like laser focused. So I'm on project quarantine. So then it's like oh, so so it's like so it's project so cabin have, fever so project, avoidance. So I have I have a I have I'm focused. It doesn't feel like I'm just here. For you know, there's nowhere else to be. Right. So I think that's how my mind works with that. I do want to say that, you know, having. Skylar with us all day long. Like, God bless teachers. God bless all teachers. We love you. You deserve a billion dollars. Um, like everybody's been saying on Instagram. <laughs> and then some. And and the funny thing I've noticed with Skylar is, of course, you know, he's three. He's rambunctious. He's super smart. He's like whip smart. That kid, he'll come up with things that we're like, wait, what? And he has been so hungry. Yeah, he's eating a lot. He's been like, like, so basically we go into quarantine. So we have like, you know, our food and we're pretty good. We feel like we're stocked up. And all of a sudden the kid has ramped up his hunger level 
by several notches. Just just now. This is just, I mean, he's always been a fairly decent eater. You know, picky, of course, as toddlers go. Um, but he's, you know, but now he literally will eat a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. 15 minutes later, come over to me. Mommy, I'm hungry. Mommy, I'm and, hungry. And, and then the new thing is that he's talking to us in English. Most yes. of the time he talks in Spanish. And it's like, where is this coming yeah, from? Yeah, and he sounds so um, like distinguished when he's speaking in English. You know? Yeah, it's funny. He has it's, like a. It's pretty funny. Tone. So, I'm not going crazy. I don't mm. want to say I'm going crazy, but I'm having um, moments of fr ooh, sorry frustration. Yeah, I guess. I, and it, and there's like and what I wanted to talk about is a couple pet peeves. <laughs> I think we've talked about pet peeves already before, but I want to talk about these pet peeves because they've kind of come up again. Let's bring them out. Pet peeve number one. This In no particular order. In no particular... Well, okay, yeah. In no particular order. But this one, actually, I literally wrote down as I was sitting down at the computer here getting ready to record this because my wife had used it, uh, the laptop uh, earlier today. And this is something she does. And I can't stand it. And she leaves all her windows open. This is the kind of woman that has like 15 tabs, a video playing in another thing, an Excel. It's it's the Excel still open, the file explorer still open. It's it's all over the place. I hate it. <laughs> Not only that, the desktop like her desktop is is all over the place. Mine it's is too. No. Hold on, let me, let Hold me finish on. my point here. There's Exagerado. little tabs. That's exaggerated. There's little <laughs> There's little tabs. There's little little icons of things of shortcuts that have that are on the desk desk uh, desktop. And me, I personally like like as clean as possible, and they're everywhere. But the biggest issue was the windows. I hate it. <laughs> I get on here. I'm like, why there's 16 windows open and a video playing, or there's, was a video there playing? Are things that I want to get to. Yes, but do it on your desktop. <laughs> That's your computer over there. I know. There. The thing is that I was doing the Facebook Live yesterday. And I know, I but then you leave it here. It's a nice here. background. Wonderful. And then I started working off of that computer because I was all like set up. And so now... And then you left it. Cut to Jules opens the computer today. So this is not only a digital... Of tabs. Exactly. This is not only a digital thing. It's also a, a physical thing. Oh, go ahead. Well, Keep we coming. talked about it in the shower. Yes. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we like to save water in this we house. We do save water. This is a critical time. Yep. We need to save water and energy. Yep. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> the dishes. And it's not a huge of a deal, but it's a little annoying. Like this morning, I'm like, I had the sink cleaned. It was nice. And and I, after I make breakfast, I, I usually clean everything up and I, I put it in the dishwasher or whatever. This evening, I spent probably about 30 minutes cleaning forks and knives. I'm like, how do we go through so many forks and knives today? I had this empty this morning. And we had tacos for lunch. We're not even using forks. So Listen, what is going on here? Did I not just say that our son is hungry every this is five true. minutes? And so this is true. I and find myself preparing snacks and Little meals and things all the, day this long. Peanut butter on a damn knife is annoying to get off, it's especially when it stays on there. You, know you get it fresh. I clean it off a little bit, but then I leave it. I don't <laughs> clean. It. I don't clean it completely. It. I just wipe off, like you know, when you wipe off a big chunk of it, so that it's not that terrible to clean later. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But yeah. still. But still. So. Mm-hmm. 
I think those are the, the, the main two I just wanted to mention because mm -hmm. I'm feeling, you know, and then everything that my son's doing, which is he's just a rambunctious three-year-old that wants to play or wants to eat or wants to, he's just full of energy. And so, and it's, uh, you know, we can, we only can do so much with the situation that we're in, right? Mm -hmm. I'm sure you guys are dealing with that stuff too, uh, with your kids. And we only have one. And I know there's others, uh, other people out there who are just like my sister, for example, with her three kids, it's like mm -hmm. craziness. And they're older kids that have homework. Oh, yeah. And I mean, you yeah. know, toddlers, Skylar's three. So we can basically bring out, you know, Play-Doh and, you know, his little paint thing. And I hate Play-Doh. He'll watch, you know, Super Wings and then he'll play with his cars and then he'll help me make smoothies because he loves, that's the other, I love that Skylar loves the kitchen. Yeah, he, he does like, he's he, a like chef. he says he's a chef. And so. so every time I go to make something, he brings his little stool. He's like, mommy, mommy, te puedo ayudar? Can I help you? And so I love that because that also adds to the entertainment. Of course. Um, but yeah, so we keep the day flows. The day's been flowing. And then we go out. Thank goodness we have our little park right across, like right behind our complex where we which, live. Which is being used like never which before. Is actually being used. It's never used. For the longest time, I'm like, we're the only ones. There's like five people that use the park. Us being one of the families. <laughs> yeah. And now people are magically like just, you know, showing up at the parks yeah. and taking their kids. So we'll do a family stroll around like in the, you know, late afternoon. And then so we have a keeping, bit of a keeping six, six feet distance or whatever yes, it is. Exactly. <laughs> Today, instead of going on the pathways, we were walking on the grass, which turned out to be a fun thing. Yeah, no, it was good. We were like racing to trees and stuff. And yeah. he was having a great time he was and having stuff. A blast. And so, of course, the dog gets him some exercise too because she's all. Stuck in here, but she yeah. sleeps most of the time like she's sleeping in front of us right now. Yeah. So we've kept a somewhat loose, you know, routine. But I will say that the this time really, you know, it's like when everything halts, it just brings up a different level of calm and peace. And so while we have these I'll very intense you. Yeah. waves of, because I, I, I call them waves because all of a sudden it hits me like the reality of what's happening. And, you know, it's like, Oh my God. Cause you know, like you reach a new normal, like you kind of get used to it. You, you know, you create your routine, you do the thing. And then all of a sudden it just hits you out of nowhere, like a punch in the gut. I'm so glad you brought that up because we've had uh, several punches in the gut, haven't we? Besides this coronavirus. Yeah, so, indeed. um, I was supposed to be in San Diego, for example. Mm -hmm. Um, I was supposed to be going to HCL. Um, that doesn't matter. But the, the point is I was supposed to be going to a, a, a program that uh, at the time I was excited about doing. And um, with everything happening, with the coronavirus, that was not going to happen. Mm -mm. You know, and then, and then also dealing with some personal um, uh, uh, personal health issues. Um, nothing crazy right now. We're, you know, working things through and working it out and figuring out what's going on with myself. Um, but that was a, what'd you call it? It wasn't a wave. That was more like a... Punch in the it was gut. a punch in the gut. I wouldn't say nothing crazy, but well, know, right now we're give yourself some credit, babe. Yeah, I know you're moving through some stuff. I'm moving through some stuff, but um, we're gonna persevere. Mm -hmm. I was in a a lot worse place a couple of days ago, but I feel uh, today I feel like this is, um, you know, yeah, we're on the the rise. Yeah. I guess you can say. Um, it's been, yeah, it's been, it's been difficult. As a matter of fact, you know, how we talked about that our, our word of the year was, uh, transparency mm -hmm. between each other. And yeah, then my word of the year, word is transparency. right. And my word of the year is visibility. Mm -hmm. And we actually recorded an episode of, you know, 
Mm-hmm. We recorded an episode discussing uh, my situation. And uh, we decided not to air it, which goes totally against <laughs> what we're trying to do. But we will air it. It's we, just we're holding it. We're holding it. Um, I think we should air it. Yes, but we're going to be holding it for some time until we really figure it out. Because it's a very emotional, very, mm-hmm. uh, it was very difficult to do. Um, but I don't want it to be that way. I don't want us to continue yeah. with that. And I feel like this what we're doing today is is to show like no you know even with everything happening we're gonna persevere we're gonna we're gonna enjoy life we're gonna move through things and we're gonna we're gonna deal with coronavirus we're gonna deal with social distancing we're gonna deal with you know lockdown whatever it is whatever ends up happening alas uh every five minutes i get news from my phone saying oh now miami has closed hotels and closed all restaurants and everything Mm -hmm. and it's like you know encouraging restaurants to just do takeout um well no at this point it's like that's it no you only can do takeout i think it is Mm -hmm. they closed the beaches in miami and and other places nearby you know more cases keep showing up so we're in this for the long haul this is not going away in the summer kind of deal this is not something that uh it's just gonna wash over or blow over it's gonna be um i heard an expert today on the radio uh, talking about it that she what she said it was gonna it's gonna come in waves where all of a sudden we're gonna plateau or where the numbers will drop and then it may come back and it's gonna be like that for a little while so we need to like you said you you've your mindset has changed to this all right i'm focused mm-hmm. on this isolation and and making it work well, not, i wouldn't say I'm focused on the isolation no no, no you're not fo- i'm yeah. sorry go ahead yeah. you want to say it no i'm i'm, I'm focused on like where we are right now like right. R- like in the now in the now yeah yeah i wouldn't say focused on the isolation because foc- words have power yes words have power. one of his other pet peeves semantics semantics samantha and one of my pet peeves samantha <laughs> we've said that a lot you know why because okay <laughs> side note because skylar has this way of calling mommy well like when <laughs> when he doesn't see me he's like mommy yeah, yeah, and then always, from wherever always, i am in the, in the house i'll looking. be like samantha yeah he's always looking <laughs> So frozen to reference, of, yeah. obviously, but yes. No, what I'm saying is, um, I'm you know my my thing, and 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 because I am a coach, this is what I speak about. I speak into mindset, and I speak into yeah. how to move through challenging times. And boy, oh boy, are these unprecedented times! So it's it's actually the perfect opportunity for you to really dial into your purpose, for you to really get clear about what matters, because. We're in a space right now where there's no there's no frame of reference for what's happening. So rather than be driven by and and focused on external circumstances, we get to really, you know, use your inner drive to make decisions and know that it is a choice. You can either choose to live in fear and in victimhood of like, oh, why did this happen to me? Or you can choose to live from a place of inner power and a place of, okay, well, what can I manage in the world, in my world right now? And rather than worrying about what's next, I choose to be very focused on what's happening right now. And that's what's helped me be very, you know, continue to parent and be the wife I want to be and the, you know, the, the coach and the friend. And so, and it's a beautiful time to connect to a deeper sense of like what really matters. Like it, you know, this sounds like a dramatic thing to say, and I know that's on your list of pet peeves. My drama. Oh, this sounds over, yeah, over dramatic. <laughs> yes, I forgot to mention that one. And 
over analytical, I guess. Right? Yeah. Oh well, over analytical for sure. But yes. Mm -hmm. So this sounds. This might sound dramatic, but the feeling I keep getting is that we're at this place where there's nothing left to lose. So, and just follow me with that. It's like, and when you're in a place where there's nothing left to lose, like everything that you knew has shifted, everything is uncertain, then all of a sudden everything is possible. And I know that sounds really weird because it's like, Meh. and yet follow me on that thread. And if you, if you stay with that and you think about what that really means, the opportunity for how you get to show up how you get to show up individually for your family in your life at this moment will provide you lessons that that you will that will follow you and strengthen you and nurture you for the rest of your life like make no, no mistake I, I totally agree with you with that because it's not only for everybody dealing with what we're all, we're all dealing with with this with this uh pandemic mm -hmm. um but also for myself yeah and what i'm going through yes um It's been it's been major. Like what yeah. we're going through as a family is is at that level. It's like it's a very it's it's something that that has shifted um, us at a very deep level. And uh, it, again, it just it puts it, it allows you to look at your priorities so clearly. My like tolerance for BS has minimized. <laughs> you know how you like you know you allow so many things in your life that. You're like, well, whatever. And all of a sudden when you're reprioritizing, it's like minimalism. It's like yeah. essentialism. You focus on what matters and you focus on the love and you focus on what you can manage and you focus on your commitment to something. And then all of a sudden the noise of whether it's people around you or other stuff really doesn't, it doesn't matter. It's, it's you know what I mean? So yes. imagine living, imagine if we lived our entire lives with that opportunity of knowing what that feels like. Um, I think, you know, our, our priorities as, as, as human beings, as, you know, as beings having this human experience would radically, radically shift. And they are, I mean, the, the you know, we're going through a, we're going through a transformative, regenerative, Um, you know, massive metamorphosis of how everything is done. So we're going to come out as a butterfly? Well, yes, of course. Oh. Or a frog. Or a frog. <laughs> Or a frog. I mean. Either one. Um, no, but I mean, it's, it's, this is what's happening at a very, and it's, it's, you know, uncertain and it's scary and it's all the things. And also I, you know, I always dwell in a space of like, okay, well, what's what's possible in this moment and it's because i'm focused on how i can make an impact so i don't get so overwhelmed by what's happening if that makes sense yeah it ain't easy no none of this is easy no no at all and so, i mean that's probably the hardest thing when people hear that what you're saying it's like yeah but No, but, it's, but it's you that have answer. a choice. It's, it's the, the yeah, but. But you have a choice. Sure. And I, and, and I stand by that. And that's part of what might be polarizing for some people to hear is that, and it's not a Pollyanna thing. It's not a think positive thing. It's you really do have a choice at every moment. You can either, you can either succumb to circumstances externally 
and be reacting, 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 or you can respond from choice and respond from your inner power. It doesn't matter what's happening around you. You always have a choice. Like think about the worst, worst, worst case scenario and how you still have a choice of how you respond to that. As, as I'm not saying it's easy, as horrifically hard as that could be, you always have a choice. And that's the piece of, you know, that's, that's, I think the true piece of personal freedom that everybody is, um, really searching for, even if they're not like, I'm actively searching for my freedom. I think that ultimately that's what everybody is desires. That's a matrix reference right there though. You know that. Really? Tell me more. Choice. Oh. The, the, the biggest problem with everything comes down to choice in the end. At the uh, in the second the second matrix, the matrix, uh, uh, what is it? Reloaded mm-hmm. when he meets the architect. It comes down to one simple uh, situation and it's a matter of choice. Mm-hmm. And adding another reference from another popular movie we love, <laughs> Star Wars. So today, Jules oh, is watching yeah. uh, Clone Wars, which is one of their animated, like the animated side series. Clone, no, that's side it's worlds. Not a side, what, what's that called? It's it's what's called Clone Wars because it's it takes place during the Clone Wars, which happened, which you see a, the beginning of in Episode Two and mm-hmm. of uh, the prequels, and then Episode Three, you see the end of it. Um, and so basically, it's that gap where they're fighting against the Separatists, and so yeah, this fifth season. Um, I keep saying fifth. What's wrong with me? Fifth. This fifth season uh, was, uh, I didn't expect it. And so uh, they came out with it and it's been really good so far. Um, but in every episode, um, in the beginning, they do it just like uh, the movies, except instead of it saying a long time ago in the galaxy far, far away, they have the name of the episode. And this one was, I think you took a picture of it. Do you remember mm-hmm. what, it, what it said? Yeah, it said um, something like when there is no path, you create one. Ah, yeah, that's right. Like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's basically, I think you got it right on there. Yeah. yeah. And so I was, you know, doing something in the kitchen and then I saw it and I was like, oh, babe, go back, pause it for a moment. I want to take a picture of that. Um, and I put it on Instagram, like Star Wars wisdom, because yeah, when there is no path and you get to create one, that's the essence of choice. Absolutely. I think every I think there's a lot of movies that they use that kind of theme of like it comes down to choice. Well, I'm glad you said that. And I want to I want to do an episode around this, The Hero's Journey. If anybody's familiar with Joseph Campbell's work, every movie is basically based pretty much every movie is based on The Hero's Journey. And that's why there's always there's always choice. There's always that choice element because there's always that like, you know, you face something really difficult and then you're faced with a choice and, you know, I mean, I, I love it because I think it's very applicable to life and entrepreneurship and all the stuff we've gone through. Yeah. Yes. So, you, but you, did, were you going to mention another movie or? I mean, I can't think of one specifically right now at the top oh, of my head. Just, I was just saying, just saying in general, in, general yeah. in generalities, I, I feel like a lot of movies, it, or everything comes down to choice. And so we see that in the movies, right? We, mm-hmm. Yep. doesn't matter what it is, sci-fi yeah. or not or whatever. It's. Yeah. And I will add one more thing, a little bit of coaching moment here is if that, if me saying that you have a choice of how you react to every situation, if that triggers you, that pisses you off, good, because that means you've hit, like you've bumped into a space where you, you can look at that, you can go, wow, why does that trigger me so much? Where does that come from? And it's, you know, know that intrinsically you always have a choice and that's what your soul 
that's what your every every thing in your in your system wants. If it triggers you, it's because there's something there that's blocking you from even seeing that that's possible. So just look at that, like be aware of that too. Yeah, I agree with that because there have been times where you piss me off. Mm-hmm. I know. <laughs> I piss off my clients all the time. And I'm because like, it's like, damn, good. I'm not a client, honey. I know, but I know. I'm sorry, babe. No, but I'm saying it's when I have those kinds of conversations. I am your husband. You are my husband. You're not my client. No, I didn't mean it like that. Like I know what you mean, honey. I'm just messing with you. But I'm just saying when I say stuff like that, yeah, it it it, it does piss people. I mostly don't piss my clients off. <laughs> but, like, that's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. But part of but my my job and but I it's take, important. You want to get I take into it very that. seriously yeah. is that I want to show you the areas where you have the potential to to move through something that's causing you, that's blocking you, that's triggering you. And so that might be very triggering for some people. Yeah, and those are the hardest walls to climb. And I, I have news for you. You have a beautiful opportunity there to understand why you get so pissed off if someone tells you that you have a choice of how you react. Absolutely. Mic drop. Oh, all right, guys. She just dropped the mic, so we're going to be heading out. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, honey. I love you, baby, so much. Right. <laughs> See you guys. Bye, guys.